Buff Nation, welcome in to DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Grab your free ticket for one of their rugby matches or stream all their games at that website. My name is Jake Schwanitz. I'm joined, of course, by Ryan Konigsberg. How you doing today, man? Doing fantastic. Another day in the Coach Prime era. It's been uh, very eventful, maybe not as eventful as some people would hope, but some pretty big news that we're going to lead with off the top. Uh, Allie, we have a tweet lined up. Would you mind showing that for the people? When's Travis coming? Real soon. I saw that online the other day. And and Travis played to go there. And what are you going to do with Travis? What do you think Travis going to do? <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? What is wrong with y'all sometimes? Some of the stuff y'all say just puzzles me. <laughs> puzzles the heck out of me. You go down again. I can't do it. Shallow coming, he better. That's also good. notable. Uh, he's amazing, isn't he? Uh, I am stealing puzzles the heck out of me. I'm <laughs> Have stealing to. that one. Have to. Um, I mean, <clears throat> not really secret news. It's something that Travis himself kind of said a few days ago. And as you mentioned, some of the recruiting sites are already giving it 100% transferring Jackson State to Colorado for Travis Hunter. Pretty much official at this point. I mean, Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's the same way I felt about uh, Prime coming. Mm -hmm. Like It was like, until I see it from someone reputable as official, like actually, it's just going to come from Travis. I am committing to transfer to Colorado. That's when I'll feel totally good about it. That's when I'll feel totally safe about it. But all these little dominoes make you feel better every time. You know, the thing, the, the clip that you posted from uh, his Twitch stream, yeah. which he actually ended up posting the whole video on his YouTube channel. Oh, did he? Okay. So it's back up now. Um, you know, this, um, the 24-7 article that said he's 100% to Colorado, it just makes me feel safe. It makes me it, like... <laughs> I, because there's so many things happening, I said this about the hire of Sean Lewis, not, not enough things are getting as much uh, attention as they deserve. I don't think people realize quite yet how good Travis Hunter is. He's pretty freaking incredible. Like, arguably the best player in the Pac-12 when he comes? He definitely could be. You guys, if you haven't, I've tweeted out a few times. Field Yates had a tweet when uh, he did these things a few weeks ago playing for Jackson State, but man, that touchdown he had, um, I believe they played Alcorn State, I can't remember who it was, where he's just dragging the left toe in the end zone. I mean, it's beautiful stuff, great ball skills all around on both sides of the ball. He's going to be the complete package, Ryan. Yes, he really is. Uh, and, you know, you're already starting to see, I think, a little bit about the type of player that Prime likes to recruit at certain positions because not to shift away from Travis, which we're going to get back to, but the other corner who has now committed to transfer to Colorado, Anthony Robinson, is six foot three. Mm -hmm. Travis is also over six feet, um, special athlete. Then you look at the tackles. They got a six eight tackle commit. Um, they've got another six eight tackle who I believe is transferring from um, Kent, State. Kent State. He was offered. He was offered, yes. Mm -hmm. But there's another six eight tackle in the portal who's offered. Like, so we like long 
corners. We like super tall tackles. I mean, this isn't groundbreaking stuff or anything, but there is. Um, you're starting to see just like a little bit of the the prototypes that I think you're going to see Coach Prime going after. But Travis Hunter is going to be arguably the biggest player that's ever come to see you yep. uh, when, when he eventually commits. And I think it was Andre there in the comments who said he wants him to play in the bowl game, and then he's coming. Believe me. I believe you. I mm -hmm. believe you. Um, and that's what I think the only thing we're waiting on. Uh, let those guys go ball out in the Celebration Bowl. We'll be watching. We'll be cheering on JSU. And uh, and then hopefully there'll be Buffaloes. And what what a world we live in. What <laughs> yeah. a world we live in. Insane stuff. Um, like, people are already getting antsy about, like, when's this, when's this news dropping? When's this news dropping? It's like, the, be the best player in the country from a year ago is going to transfer in. If this were to happen in a normal year, right? It wouldn't. No one would even care. What? No one would even pay attention to what else was happening in the recruiting cycle. Just be like, oh my god, we got the number one player in the country. Like, be patient. The dominoes are going to fall. They're starting to fall. You're starting to see little like pieces move around in the puzzle. Uh, and this one is arguably the biggest one. Absolutely. Uh, just a couple dates to keep in mind. Seventeenth. Um, that's the celebration bowl. First early signing day period begins on December 21st. I think that's a three-day period. Um, and then National Signing Day is on February 1st. Anything else on Travis Hunter? Do we want to get to the staff updates here? Travis Hunter's amazing. Let's go. He's amazing. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, so this coaching staff is starting to come together a bit. We saw yesterday the Buffs now have a new offensive line coach and run game coordinator. Bill O'Boyle, baby. Bill O'Boyle with B -O -B. one of... Yes, <laughs> Much better than the other B.O.B., yes. I think. Um, Not the musician, though. B.O.B., the musician. Yeah, it's got some bangers. Okay. Old school. I'm just going to have to trust you. Not there. that old school, like <laughs> 2010. I, I don't listen to that stuff. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't even know what stuff it is. What stuff? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. I know that song. Yeah, there you go. I know one song. Maybe uh, we could have uh, Coach O'Brien sing for us. There then. you go, yeah. <laughs> um, he used to do Rick Ross. There you go. He's got one of the most beautiful, full, and just magnificent mustaches I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes, I posted a picture of him last night, and I said, there's no doubt in my mind that this man can coach offensive line. But I think I talked about this on the Sean Lewis episode where I said, there's two things you really need in this offense. You need that offensive line to understand how to block this because it's tricky, mm -hmm. right? And if a ref wants to be picky about a legal man downfield, it requires a ton of discipline from these um, linemen to not shoot off yep. too much uh, if they think it's going to be a run. And they also have to understand the look, right? Because the more that the players understand, you're going to need the wide receivers to understand the look, the, the offensive linemen to understand the look. Obviously, the number one piece is the quarterback understanding the look they're getting from the defense. Um, it, 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 the more that they understand, the better that this is going to work. So you need offensive linemen who really understand this system. And when I was watching that Sean Lewis tape, I thought, wow, whoever's coaching these linemen, which I had no idea who that was at that time, mm -hmm. is doing a fantastic job. Well, that was Bill O'Boyle who – really had those boys understanding what this offensive scheme uh, takes. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Lewis said, we're a package deal. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. going without him. Mm -hmm. This is from Eric Christensen. He said this yesterday. Bill O'Boyle, former Chadron State head coach, 
the hometown, and I believe, of current Ralphie Ember, also where NFL greats Don Beebe and Danny Woodhead played. And I care. think Danny Woodhead played under Bill O'Boyle at Shadron State or Shadron State. Shadron State? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think know. that works. <laughs> um, another one. This one came through today. Um, sorry, it's going to take me a minute to pull up to it. It was in the comments, actually. The Dylan Edwards stuff? Um, we could talk about that. I was going to talk oh, about the coach that they staff. got. Yeah. Obviously, um, Charles Kelly. Yes, so that one's a big one. We have a defensive coordinator now, Charles Kelly from Alabama, a guy who's been around quite a few national championship teams and just high-profile programs. I believe Florida State, um, of course, Alabama, I think some other schools in the SEC too. Um, I don't really know what we're getting in terms of scheme yet. I haven't been able to really dig in and see what he's all about. But this is a legit defensive coordinator. Yeah, big-time name from big-time school. Obviously, the biggest time yeah. school. Um, bringing in an you know an assistant from Alabama to be your defensive coordinator is a pretty special thing, especially a guy who and you know it's not like you're hiring the I don't know a defensive analyst right. to be your defensive coordinator. You are hiring you know the what is it assistant defensive coordinator or something along those lines uh, and safeties. Is that what it was for? Which one are we talking about? For Charles Kelly. Oh, for Charles Kelly. Yeah, I believe he was a secondary's coach. Secondary and assistant defensive coordinator, mm -hmm. something like that. Like, big time, legitimate guy who I can only assume has been in on some big time recruits as well, uh, and maybe even be able to flip mm -hmm. uh, a couple of them. I have noticed the Buffs have not been chasing after current Alabama commitments. They've gone after everyone else's commitments. I almost wonder if Prime and and uh, Saban have like a little like handshake agreement. Like, you can take my defensive coordinator, just don't take my recruits. Maybe, maybe he's just saying I'll give you a year, right? And then I'm coming. And then I'm coming for everything. <laughs> um, this one just came through today. Mississippi Valley State football head coach Vincent Dancy has resigned, and he will join Deion Sanders in Colorado. Um, it's another head coach that's been pulled off a of staff. Who is that? Um, Mississippi Valley State's head coach. He is that's an HBCU, I think, yep. in the SWAC also. He is he was an all SWAC player for JSU at linebacker and safety. He's only thirty three years old. Oh, love yeah. that! Mm -hmm. Absolutely love that. And again, just crazy that Prime is just going around to schools and being like, "That head coach, I want them on my yep. staff." <laughs> Absolutely, he's insane, man. Um, I believe that's it for coaching updates. I think we're good there. Uh, real quick, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Buffs football tickets tonight. Buffs basketball against CSU. Let's go. If you're looking for a last-minute ticket, Game Time has you covered there. If you love DMVR, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Also, shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, where new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. The Buffs tonight, minus five and a half point favorites against Colorado State. Wow, it's already moved a point and a half since I looked this morning. Really? Um, it was four, or it moved down from when you looked. I don't. When did you? This see is that? this was when I was told in the Discord around eleven. So okay. it's been I, a while. I think it's actually down to four, uh, which is a number I like. Funny thing about me, um, I got into sports betting off of a CU CSU basketball game that I just felt was absolute free money. The Buffs were three point faves. 
on the road at CSU. And I was like, I have to figure out a way to bet on this. <laughs> um, of course, I you know did it legally. Oh, um, of course. But I found a way to bet on it. Bet more than I had at the time, or as much as I had at the time. <laughs> thinking like, the Buffs are going to win this game by 20. Oh, no. Three-point favorites. They won by four. Oh, my God. <laughs> that must have been just heart-pounding oh, the entire bro, time. Oh, bro, I was sweating. <laughs> and it was like they made a free throw with like two seconds left oh. to go up by four. I was like, okay, so this sports betting stuff, not as easy as I yeah. thought. That's, you don't even celebrate that. That's just pure relief nope. at that point. Nope. <laughs> Only you always celebrate beating the Rams in anything. Of course. Uh, hopefully that happens tonight. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Again, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, real quick, whenever you guys want to get to it, just want to let you know I have prepped a picture of the crowd for the first home game last year and then a video of Ralphie. I know we have so many new viewers. Let's they don't go. know that Let's experience. Okay. Which one do you want? Picture or video first? Show us the picture first. Okay. Picture. So that is the student section for the f the TCU game? Yes. The TCU game last year, which, remember, this team had nothing to be excited about the year before, had all of their best players transfer away during the offseason, mm -hmm. and had really no reason to be all that optimistic going into this season, yet that was the student section. Insane stuff. Jake, can you imagine... What this, it is going to look like it's September just, 9th when Nebraska comes to town. It's going to look like that, but then there's going to be just bodies crowd surfing everywhere. That's what it's going to look like. This was overwhelming. Being in the stands for this was pretty crazy. We got there. Um, we were in the student section, and we were there probably 45 minutes before uh, kickoff, and it was this packed, and it was wow. Like, the students were ready. It was an incredible atmosphere. Go ahead, Ryan. Well, and you can see, like, that top ring – is not supposed to be student section. It's only supposed to be the bottom ring, basically all of what you can see. Uh, and as Woody in the comments said, I had students overflowing up into the top half. Yeah, yeah there was nowhere for them to go, mm -hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why they opened up another section of student section this year, um, which I almost wonder if they regret at this point because they have yep. so many season ticket requests. But yep. good for the students because I think it was, it was about 10,000 that it holds right now. The more, the merrier. That's Absolutely. what makes college football atmosphere uh, for real. And then we saw this again also for the Cal game for Family Day. I mean, students really showed up for that one. Yep. That was an electric atmosphere. Also, um, we have the Ralphie run. So I, do you from want to explain? Perspective? Um, from ours. Oh, okay. Awesome. But do you want to kind of explain for new viewers who might not know that? I mean, obviously, best tradition in college football. Yep. Uh, the buffs run out behind a live buffalo. No one else does anything even close to that. Uh, and for years now, it was about the only thing we had to look forward to about the game. Uh, I legitimately would like tell people that we were out tailgating with, like, listen, I am not missing Ralphie mm -hmm. because if I do, I don't even know why I came here. Yeah, strong season from Ralph, Ralphie five or six. Ralphie six. I want to say six. She, she was a baby last year, yeah, and she it was is her a first she. Season. Yep. Her yes. name is Ember. Is her second season. So yes. she's a sophomore. Okay. So going sophomore. In, going into her junior year. Uh, she's been, she's been looking strong though. She kind of progressed as the season went on. Yep. Uh, just needs to little, add a little bit more strength and, uh, we're really cooking. I'm hoping that she makes the same sort of leap that the buffs are going to this Absolutely. off season. Absolutely. 
We need a strong season from her. Let's see it. Yeah. Yep. Let's go. It gives me goosebumps every time. Love it. I'd love to show like one of CU's videos of Ralphie running. Yeah, like a, I just wanted to grab something quick. Production. Okay, let me see what I can find. Let me see what I can find. All right. All right. While you do that, we'll talk about some recruiting updates that have come through. This is a pretty big one. One guy that we already talked about. This just came through right before we went on the air. Dylan Edwards, uh, four-star running back recruit. Um, can't remember where he's from. Uh, but he was committed to Notre Dame two days ago. Coach Prime offered him. He is now decommitted from Notre Dame. Let's go. I <laughs> tweeted out like the dominoes are starting to fall. Yep. And I feel like uh, this is one of them. Also, um, it's going to it's going to take us a long time to see all of these guys. Yeah, because normally what happens in a recruiting cycle is. The Buffs are offering a guy in October and you can watch him a little bit. And then, you know, or a guy commits in October and you can watch it. Well, everything is being condensed now into one month. Mm -hmm. And I would love to watch some Dylan Edwards tape um, and just be able to say what he is. When he commits, I think we'll be able to do something like that. Yep. But um, these are like the names of the players in the schools that they're involved in that are now showing interest in Colorado uh, is just shocking. And I maybe I'm like too short sighted to be like, OK, he was committed he got an offer from Colorado. Now he's decommitted. He's coming. Mm -hmm. But that's what it feels like to me. Yep. Yep. Also, we are getting a ton of recruiting talk in the comments. Which I is absolutely awesome. love it. Yep. Um, it's not. I, I, I know we've been saying things like this so much. It is not normal uh, for there to be this much recruiting yeah, talk around <laughs> it's Colorado. Crazy. Um, this one was pretty interesting, too. We saw that uh, Sean Lewis's quarterback from last year entered the portal, and I believe he was already offered. Well, another Kent State Golden Flash player has been offered. His name is Savion Washington. He was a three-star 2020 offensive tackle recruit. If you go to his bio on Twitter, it says six foot nine, <laughs> 325 pounds, two years of eligibility left. What the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. The, we're going to have a hell of a uh, first off the bus squad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Say, I mean, this is like... The offensive line is going to look like the basketball team. Yep. <laughs> Just thicker. <laughs> of course. Um, They're going to maul. I do. I, I, I noticed something. So, obviously, Prime is going to bring most of, if not all of, the best players from Jackson. Sorry, guys. Um, you're seeing now Sean Lewis is giving him the inside track on the best players from uh, Kent State. Someone just mentioned that like two of the that Missouri State or Missouri Valley is that what it was Missouri yeah, Valley State. I believe so. Uh, two of their best players just entered entered the portal. Like you don't want to make your entire roster mm -hmm. of this, but you can really revamp the depth on the roster. Now I'm not talking about that when I talk about Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter. Right, right. But you can really revamp the depth on your team by bringing in good, experienced players who have played at some of these smaller schools. Um, and I think it's really whatever the, it, it shows a lot of foresight from coach prime mm -hmm. because 
I wouldn't have been surprised if he told Sean Lewis, bro, I don't want anyone from Kent State. Yeah. It shows me some foresight that he said, all right, who's your, who are your best guys? Right. Let's get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, you need to fill that in with that high caliber talent that obviously is going to come through the transfer portal as well, um, as well as through this recruiting class. But if you can bring in a six, nine tackle from Kent <laughs> State who could play, yeah. um, you bring him in. And if he wins the starting job, great for him. If not, you have incredible depth mm-hmm. um the other one that they they uh, offered from kent state who's the one i want the most is is it dante oh yeah the wide receiver yes, yes. dante cephas uh-huh beast when yep. i watched that tape and again it's about bringing in guys who understand that offense you know you you, you need to coach it and you're gonna need to teach a bunch of new guys how to run this thing but having guys in the room having a guy in the wide receiver room who can teach those guys and help them understand and maybe say it in, in their own language um, you know, you know, sometimes a player can help you understand things more than a coach can. Uh, the option routes, like option, yeah. option route is a big part of that offense. It requires a lot on the wide receiver to understand what he's looking at, like I mentioned earlier, in where the open space is going to be. So many times they're running these wrap routes, which aren't even really a route as much as it is just like get to the open space yep. where that wide receiver needs to know where the open space is going to be and run to it. And Cephas is a beast at that. So, you know, 1,200 yards or something two years ago, mm-hmm. dude can ball, and I want him bad. Not to mention the roster. I mean, still not a great roster. So getting these guys that have played in these systems and are kind of proven players just able to come in and really start yep. in year one is going to be huge for this team. Uh, hype tweet of the day from Tim Let's Brewster. Go. He says, up and out, hashtag Buff Nation. Let's go chase some world-class speed today with a gif of a car just swerving through traffic. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Brewster, uh, early candidate for best tweets on the staff. Yes. Um, Besides Dion. He also said, like, we're making Colorado TEU. And then someone responded to him, like, Colorado could never be TEU. Oh, I'll pull it up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Pull it up, the exact tweet. I thought it was fantastic. Like... (laughs) So he initially tweeted out the most elite tight ends in America. Come join me at hashtag TEU. See you in Boulder. Exclamation point emoji, exclamation point emoji, eyeball emoji, eyeball emoji. Then some guy responds. He goes, I don't think anyone in their right mind would ever call Colorado TEU. He quote tweets the guy. He goes, hey, Scott, I just got to Boulder. Take a look at my background and sit and watch. Best always go buffs. Oh, dude, so good. Um, you know, we talk about swagger so much with, with primetime. Right. But how about uh, Tim Brewster bringing some swagger? Absolutely. Um, this one's real exciting, too. This is a 2024 recruit. His name is Gatlin Bear. Yes. Um, what a name. Yeah, great name. 2024 <laughs> Four four star, I think I said that. Sorry, but top recruit from the state of Idaho. He's a wide receiver. He is six two one ninety five. He says he runs a ten second point four six one hundred meter dash. Sheesh. Yes. Bring um, me the speed. Please. Do you want to know some of the schools that are included in his top eleven? Yes, I saw them earlier, but uh, I'd like to hear it again. Michigan. Yep. Oklahoma State. Yep. Washington. Yep. Nebraska. Utah, Oregon, um, Stanford's in there, Boise State from um, the hometown school, and then BYU, Mississippi State, the CU Buffs. Wow. It is kind of crazy that, like, I've my brain is already, like, flipped 
Like I saw a kid who he offered earlier and like his schools weren't as big as that. And I'm like, are we sure we want this mm-hmm. guy? I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Stop. Um, there was another one that came through last night. There's someone that put out a top five. This is CJ Blocker. He is a four-star 2023 cornerback recruit. He's got CU in his top five. Included in there, USC, Utah, Alabama, and Kentucky alongside the Buffs. It's a big battle. It's a huge battle. Let's win that one. Don't let them go to Utah, <laughs> please. Um, I think that's it for recruiting updates. I think we're good. Uh, so we're actually going to open it up here and do some questions before we close out with the final segment. So, Ali, if you want to throw a question on the screen. Uh, I can't speak to that. <laughs> Ryan, are I'm you? I'm pleading the fifth. Ryan, are you going to get real seats this year? Keep doing the student section thing. <laughs> He's pleading the fifth. Uh, I have real seats. Yes, you do. They're just not as good. You can physically sit in your seats. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Um, is his daughter going to play b-ball, and what is Shiloh going to do? Anyone know? Yes, he said his daughter is going to play on the women's basketball team. She is in season, I believe, though, with Jackson State, mm. so um, it may take and a while. MCU- is also obviously in season yes. as well. Yes. So next year. Next year, maybe. Um, with Shiloh, we still haven't really heard. Well, anything. did you at the end of the Travis Hunter clip, someone said, "Is Shiloh coming?" And he said, "He better be." Ah, okay. Um, so I don't know if that means like maybe he that's better him. come to his senses and want to come to Colorado, which could be. But I almost wonder if it's he better be. As in the NCAA better grant yes. him that waiver. To I was come. gonna say that's a nudge to the NCAA, like, yeah. hey, this player's coming with me. Uh, what else do we have? And Alan? I did look this up because I hadn't heard much about Shiloh, but he was second team all swack. Um, He's legit. So he can yeah. ball too. Absolutely. Uh, is it too early to order season tickets? And do y'all expect uh, the tickets will go up in price? Uh, we already had a whole scene about me talking about the yep. tickets going up in price. Yep. Um, by the way, I doubled my donation. Oh, uh, love that. From what, what I said guy. after I got that lovely call from... Uh, the homie Jacob up at the Buff Club. Um, is it too early to order season tickets? I would argue it's almost too late yep. to order season tickets now. Don't I don't want to scare you away from trying, but we're getting to that point. Um, there was a lot of uh, initial hype, including I think it was Joel Klatt who said like they could sell out of season tickets by the end of the week. I don't think that's quite happening, partly because the way that CU has it is you have to talk to someone right? because um, they don't want – resellers and those people and obviously nebraska fans uh, buying up the season tickets so it's it's not as, as simple as just clicking a button and mm. buying them but i would get in on it get in on the wait list so you're getting a call from them uh and you can get your season tickets locked in i do not think they are going up in price look as excited as we are about prime and i said it on the show i would have paid more which i did i just made a donation for what i thought that that they deserved and i ended up like i said doubling that but i uh, it's really hard to raise the prices on a fan base that just sat through a 1-11 yeah, season. Yeah, for sure. I think you could definitely see them go up after this year, though. Next question, what is the capacity of Folsom Field? Right about 50,000. Right about 50,000. And uh, I, I've seen a couple people in our comment section saying they're going to need a bigger stadium, um, which, you know, w- we could definitely add seats. I will protest heavily uh, towards anything about a new stadium. Yes, we could do the the west side of the stadium a little we, bit better. Well, though. that's the thing is that west side is really old. Yeah. Um. So you could essentially build out the bleachers to where the press box is now. Mm-hmm. Put the press box on top of there. Won't be as good of a view for you, Jake. But it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. We could easily probably 
get it up to close to closer to 70 for sure. 60 yeah we'll see there's gonna be money rolling in very soon we've um, had a lot of comments like this one so shout out to all of our new listeners and subscribers this is unbelievable i mean yeah the growth and all of the people because obviously the name Dion sanders is going to attract a ton of eyeballs uh, you know anytime we do a show about it but the amount of you who have said man i've, I've been watching every single day or yeah. like this is my new favorite show like that means the world to us so uh to everyone who's here for the first time to everyone who's coming back for a second or third time and especially to everyone who's been here for maybe a majority of the thousand and one episodes we've now done uh, i've been officially inducted as one of us now too let's so. go let's go <laughs> we're, we're all on board one and ready to us. go <laughs> one of us uh next question yes i'm here because prime and you guys are great and knowledgeable thank you 40 acres in a mile okay um Real quick then, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know that we love our Breck brews over here at DMBR. Uh, what's your favorite one? Strawberry Sky. Do you, do you still do the, the mix? I haven't had an RK special in a minute. Yes. Um, but I do love me a Strawberry Sky. It's like perfectly light with that, you know, it's robust in flavor, mm-hmm. but very drinkable. For me, I'm all about... How many of these can I drink? And right. I can drink a few of those. Right. Love to hear it. My favorite is the Mountain Beach Sour. Also a big Strawberry Sky fan. You can check out their beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a beer near you. Again, that is www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Real All quick. Right. Go ahead. For those of you, I can tell by the action in the comment section that we have more people here than we did last night. Check out our show from last yes. night. Um, it was titled, Can Prime Get the Buffs? to the college football playoff with national champion Charles Johnson. We had former CU quarterback, the man who led the buffs on the game winning drive in the 1990 national championship sitting right here in this seat. And I just loved the additional perspective um, that he brought because we've been talking about this a lot, but it was really cool to get someone else. We're going to keep bringing on uh, different guests and, and things like that. But um, definitely go check out that show. I, I know someone just said, give me more content. Well, if you missed that one, uh, you don't want to miss it. One of the best shows that we've done, I think. Such a great guest. Yeah, for sure. it was awesome. His stories and just the conversations we had were great. Tomorrow should be really good, too, I think. Yes, yes. Maybe another fun guest. Uh, stay tuned. We'll talk about it. Um, let's talk a bit about this basketball game. Obviously, it's a huge rivalry game. First time they've played in a few years, I believe. They haven't played in football in, I think, three or four years also. 2019, I think, was the last time they played in football. And the last time they played in basketball, I don't even remember. Maybe more recent than that. Remember, Allie, remember we went down to the game at in Fort Collins? I think that was the last time these two teams played. I think so. They Did they not play last year? Don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, anyways, Isaiah Stevens is back for the CSU Rams. He's kind of been, I mean, he was hurt for a while. Looked really good in his first game coming back. The Buffs just super inconsistent. What are we, I don't even want to say expecting tonight because you can't expect anything from this team, but what are you looking for tonight? It's been pretty clear when this team gets up for games, they play really well and they win. And I just can't imagine a world in which they don't get up for this game. Um, first and foremost, there are rumors that Coach Prime could yes. be there at the stadium. Mm-hmm. And just that alone has a magnetism to it that has attracted tons of ticket sales. Um, so 
you're going to see close to, if not a sellout tonight, mm -hmm. of a raucous crowd. And if Prime sets foot on that floor, the roof is going to come off of the CU Event Center. And the atmosphere that comes along with that, there's just no way that this basketball team tonight doesn't get up. I know a lot of you who are watching here probably don't give a damn about this basketball team, but uh, they're exciting. They've got a bunch of really young, talented players. They beat Tennessee at Tennessee as 15-point dogs a couple yep. weeks ago. They beat Texas A&M uh, in a tournament setting already. So they have the talent, and they're, they ha they're a high-caliber basketball team that makes some really dumb mistakes and, and you know has a, a tendency to show their youth on the floor. Um, so this is a big rivalry for us. It's a big game for us. There was a time when we could really talk our shit when it came to um, CSU and basketball. In fact, Spencer Dinwiddie was famous for being, I think, the only athlete I remember in a long time just outwardly calling them little brother at a press conference. Um, that's where we need to get. I hope, I hope that we see one of those top-level performances from them tonight and just run them off the floor. Yeah, it'd be great to get some consistency. I mean, they're coming off back-to-back -back losses for the first time this season. I mean, it's been alternating wins and losses up until then. As you mentioned, it's going to be a very electric atmosphere. This is from our guy, Will Darkey. He posted in the Discord yesterday. One thing I do know about tickets for tomorrow is every student ticket was claimed, and they're doing a thing now where after tip-off, any other tickets that weren't bought, students can claim for free. Um, so it seems like they are really trying to pack that, pack that pay, place out. Um, did you hear the news about CSU? No. Oh. I don't pay attention to anything about them. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> several high-profile people are reporting that it does, in fact, suck to be a CSU fan. Oh! <laughs> one of us! One of us! Hey, one of us. shout out oh. Ben Garrity for that in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yes, yeah, someone in... Uh, it was Silverbuff who said last night, did the students even know the chant? Oh, they know the chant. Yes. I promise you they know the chant. It's going to be... Uh, a hell of an atmosphere, and you will hear it sucks to be a CSU Ram from <laughs> tip off to final whistle. Love that. We got a question here. Is CU going to win tonight? Should I bet that money line? I take the money line, uh, but I, let me just tell you, they are. You are in for a ride, yes. brother. <laughs> it's either going to be incredible, and you'll know within about the first, I don't know, six minutes of the game, if they're making shots, they're going to win. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Well, Except for that ASU game. They do that. I was going to say, they have these like runs where they just completely fall apart at times, too. And it's like 15-0, 15-3 runs. So. I couldn't believe the ending of that ASU game. I was in Chicago with our team out in CHGO, um, which, by the way, if any of our new listeners are also Chicago sports fans, we have mm -hmm. Chicago and Phoenix, um, if any of those are your teams. Um, but it, 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 was, it was so hard for that not to ruin my night. Like, I, 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 we were having a great time at the CHGO <laughs> office for their Friendsgiving, and I could not. I was just, like, trying to bury that as low as I could because it was so frustrating. It was gut-wrenching. I think they led the whole game up until those finally, final 30 seconds. Yep. Brutal. Um, was that the super chat that we had? Oh, okay. Hey, fellas, y'all are most likely stealing Edwards from us as an ND fan. We have plenty good running backs, but Edwards will be special under prime. Thanks, guys. Uh, that's great to hear. Thanks for tuning in, first of all. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, I hope it happens. I hope it happens because we don't have a, a giant stable of great running backs. Yeah. Not recently, at least. No. At least in terms of high caliber. I mean, I like Anthony Hankerson. Uh, I obviously have a soft spot for Deion Smith. Yep. Um, but 
You can never have enough wide receivers. You can never have enough running backs in college. We learned that the hard way this year. USC? You, well, just that and just with the running back injuries this year. Alex Fontenot went down in week two. We didn't see him till the very end of the year. Of course, Dion had the very scary situation on mm-hmm. the field against Cal. Uh, Anthony Hankerson dealt with a lot of injuries throughout the year. They were pulling, I think Dante Cupolongo was a defensive back that Coach Sanford told us had to be pulled onto the running back room. Yep. Um, so, yeah, depth is desperately needed across the board. Uh, is that another question above that? Uh, yes. I actually don't know who this is, but I need the content. Is the Coach Zimmerman coming? Do you know Coach Zimmerman by chance? That's uh, – I think he means Mike Zimmer. Oh, Mike Zimmer. I well, think. I think. Let's talk about him then. Yes. Uh, sounded like he was going to be the defensive coordinator there for a second. Um, and I just wonder if this is some sort of – play off of the offset language in his Minnesota Vikings contract. I expect uh, that Mike Zimmer is going to be involved in one way or another. He already was at Jackson State, uh, and I assume that he and Prime get along just great. Um, Which, by the way, did you know they were very close in age? Think of Mike Zimmer as an old guy. I know, right? He was like his defensive backs coach the whole time in Dallas when Dion was there, I think. Was he? That's what I think Henry told me. Let me look this up. Someone told me they were close in age. Anyway, uh, I did do some digging yesterday because there are a lot of nameplates mm-hmm. on um, offices. So I asked, is there a Mike Zimmer nameplate on any offices up there? <laughs> and I was told, not yet. Not yet, though. Yes, not yet. Um, here it is. From 1994 to 2006, defensive assistant uh, slash nickel, defensive backs coach, 95 to 99. So what um, is his age? He is 66 years old, so he's 11 years older, okay, I believe, narrow. than Deion Sanders. I guess, I mean, that is closer than bad. you would assume. Yeah. Because I think of, like, Mike Zimmer as... Pete Carroll age? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's... A, I mean, he is up there. He is yeah. up there. But um, I guess when you think of someone who coached... I don't know. Maybe I'm just off on that. And I, I 11 years is, is enough. It is enough. Uh, he's a very good coach, though. He's probably going to have NFL teams calling. Also, we have another question... Hey there, fam. New friend here. Been following Deion Sanders since the late 80s. Now I got to crochet some gear and see you buffs colors. Absolutely. Let's go. Love Send us that. pictures when you do. Please do. We will definitely share those. Or we can put something. Yeah, we let's, let's uh, get this studio buffed out. What do yeah, you say? Exactly. I got the uh, Russian doll out there today. Yeah, all five of them. They're looking great. <laughs> they are um, looking great. All right. That's um, all we got. That's all we got. All righty then. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As I mentioned, we will be back tomorrow with a guest I think you're all going to very much enjoy. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, go Buffs tonight. We'll see how that game rolls out. Do you have any final thoughts, Ryan? It sucks to be a CSU Ram. Yes, it does. Uh, time for the show tomorrow is at 3 o'clock. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, make sure you tune in for that. Until tomorrow, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. Buffs. <laughs>